All right, back here at J. Tom Lawler Rink. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Mike Macknick, John Leahy with you. The score after one, Merrimack nothing and Clarkson nothing. Shots on goal in the first were 10-7 to in favor of Merrimack. Well, you heard the bumper there, Carl Singleton, uh, the bumper there coming, uh, leading us in, and Carl Singleton joins us here in the first intermission. Uh, that first period, Kyle, I thought uh, you guys had good chances on the power play, not able to score, including the five-on-three. Uh, even strength probably pretty even. You guys with a little bit of an edge in shots, but 0-0. Uh, zero, zero. I mean, two defensive teams here, right? So 0-0 zero zero, probably not unexpected. Yeah, no, I uh, thought we came out pretty good considering, um, you know, our starts as of late have been uh, kind of bad, I guess, in our sense. So I guess the struggle for us has been the first 10 minutes. So it's good to see we got some offensive zone pressure, uh, draw a couple penalties, and we didn't score, but I think it'll pay off. Uh, as the game goes on, you know, those chances start bouncing your way. You guys have only had the one penalty to kill so far, but uh, you've been one of the keys to the penalty kill so far uh, this season, which has been pretty good. Um, tell us about you know how you see your role there playing on the penalty kill and what you guys try to do, why you have been so successful this year. Um, I think we just got a good core group of penalty kill guys that are returning. Um, you know, as far as my role, you know, I just try to go out there and do my job. I'll do whatever it takes to block a shot or you know get the puck cleared. But I think, uh, like I said, we just have a good core top uh, penalty killer guys who who understand our system in the in the defensive zone, and we just kind of go out there and do our job, and uh, we've been successful so far. Yeah, I mean, one of the things I think is that you guys have been able to, you know, you've had guys that are out there that seem to know what you're trying to do and, and, and be aggressive out there as well. I mean, you don't want to give the other guys a lot of time, right, to do things, and I think that's one thing that allowed you guys to be successful. Also starts in the net, right? So the goaltenders have played well, really, from the net on out. You guys have done a good job with killing penalties. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, obviously, Raz is out this weekend, but he's been really good for us, and Deals has stepped in and done a pretty good job so far, and, and like you touched on, we just uh, we got guys who, who know what we're doing out there and we're aggressive. We don't really let the other team uh, set up in their power play, I guess you could say, and we just kind of, whenever they you know, bobble the puck or whatever, we always jump three guys and uh, you know, it seems to work out for us pretty good so far. I mean that that seems to be the goal, right? You want to get you you want to keep it to the outside and and try to see if you can get a couple guys on somebody and try to force them to turn it over. Yeah, absolutely. We call it uh, a trigger, as uh, what we call it down in the room. So whenever the team uh, you know is on their back end or maybe bobbles the puck, we we jump three guys out of the four, and uh, you know just so they don't have any time to make a play. And uh, usually, you know, we get it out or you know like you said, we keep it to the outside. And when we need to block shots, we do. For the last few weeks, you guys got into hockey East play after a pretty good start and a lot of non-league non games that I think seem to set you guys up for that. Even though you've gone 500 each of the last uh, two weekends, you know, you win one, you lose one in Hockey East play, it still sets you up at a game over 500 now uh, with two more games going into the break. So, uh, I mean, how, how do you guys feel about how the last few weeks have gone now that you've gotten into league play? Um, I think we felt pretty good. Uh, kind of like you touched on the beginning of the year, we didn't play any league games, but it kind of, you know, built us that confidence that we need as a team especially after last year struggling so um, you know like you said even though we've gone 500 I thought we played uh, pretty good and we've kind of shown proved to, our, to ourselves that we can play you know with any team really you know we uh, you know, beat Providence and uh, obviously last weekend we felt we probably should have should have swept that series against Northeastern like we had that rough start but uh, you know I think just we keep building confidence and one of the biggest things this year is we believe as a team you know even when we're down by two goals or whatever you know you get a sense that we're always going to come back so we're a pretty resilient team so uh, we feel confident and I think uh, next weekend you'll see that too against BU you know against
against Jack Eichel and all that. I think we're we're going to go into that series pretty confident. You know, you mentioned having that belief this year. Uh, well, what do you think? What's different about this year than last year that makes you guys believe that? Is it because early in the season you did have some of those games that you came back and either tied or won the game? Does that have have something to do with it? I think that's a little bit of it. I think also too. Last year we we struggled as a team, not only on the ice but kind of in our dressing room. Uh, not like we weren't friends, but we kind of just I don't know. We didn't really hang out as a team, and I think this year with uh, the leadership group that we have, the seniors, uh, we did a lot of stuff before the season even started as far as just building our team. We hung out a lot. And I think one of the biggest things is we're just 28 best friends, really what it is. I mean, there's not one guy on the team this year where I can say, like, yeah, I don't really like or, you know, don't really hang out with. Every guy seems to, you know, gel. And uh, I think that really helps us. You can see it on the ice, and, and it helps us in the room, too. Uh, Kyle Singleton with us. You know, you talked about BU facing BU next week, too. Pretty good league games if you're able to come out with that with some league points. It sets you up pretty good at the break. So uh, talk about a team that now is, uh, you know, people expected BU would have a better year than last year, but they've been number one in the country, maybe even better than expected. And you mentioned, Michael, from what you've seen of them, I don't know, know how much you've been able to see on tape or on TV, but uh, what do you guys, th- what do you need to do against them next weekend to be successful? Um, I think we just need to come out and play our game. I mean, we tend to sometimes against those bigger schools who kind of have that reputation. We tend to kind of ease into a game and kind of see how they're going to push the pace. So the biggest thing for us is just come out, play our game, attack, and and just believe in ourselves because when we do that, we can beat anybody. I mean, as you see, like, I haven't got to see them a whole lot, but, you know, they've lost to some people that we've beat and and vice versa. So, you know, without even looking at the scoreboards and who they've played, I think we just need to focus on ourselves and do the things that we know how to do, and I think we'll be successful. With a guy like Jack Eichel, how do you avoid the, uh, you know, the wow factor of just, Sometimes you know I've seen other coaches when their teams play them say you know we got caught standing around watching them really. Hard. How do you avoid that? Um, I don't I don't know. I mean for me personally, I just you know obviously you're going to see a guy like that and respect him and you know kind of there is that wow factor where you see he is a good player. But I don't know. You just got to go play your game. Uh, and I think if everybody does that on a personal level, I think uh, you know you, you might be sitting on the bench and oh that was a nice play. But I think overall as a team, you just can't worry about a guy like that and, and try to shut him down. And, you know, the rest will take care of itself. How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, how, how did you spend your Thanksgiving being pretty far from home? Your home right now is in Oregon. You grew up in California, but living in Oregon for a number of years, but still playing junior hockey and now college. You haven't been home for Thanksgiving in a while, right? Yeah, no, I haven't been home for Thanksgiving. I was actually talking about it with a couple guys probably in about eight years. Um, you know, you kind of get used to it. We, uh, you know, obviously created a lot of friendships here, so I went over to a, a local guy's house who isn't even on the team. Me, uh, Quinn Gould, Clayton Jardine, uh, Matthew Tibbet um, went over there. Um, he lives right here in Andover, so it's two minutes away or whatever. But it was good. His family cooked a nice meal, and we just kind of hung out, watched football games. So it was nice. All right, thanks a lot, Kyle. We appreciate it. Uh, again, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we'll see you back in the lineup soon. Thank you. Yep. All right, Kyle Singleton's been our guest here, first intermission. Merrimack and Clarkson, no score. Back after this, this is Warrior Hockey.